Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, it's Lloyd Spence and I am excited about where we are headed as we're getting closer and closer to the NBA playoffs and man, you can tell things are heating up. So now I got to get in position. I got to get you in position to get you over to betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your, wait for it, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So get on over there to betonline.ag, betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. Come on, man. Tell them the noisemaker sent you. Man, I wish I could get back to fishing on the weekends, back like I did back in the day when I was a wee lad. But I can't, man. The time is... Okay, let me just be honest. I can't find the right stuff. I don't know the right baits to go get for Texas. But I'm glad our new sponsor, Monster Bass, is the fun and affordable way to get the best new baits from the fishing industry's top brands delivered to my doorstep each month. Premium subscription fishing company that handpicks the best baits based on where I live and where you live and fish. No more guessing on which baits are going to work. Just leave it to the pros at Monsters Bass. They know what to do. Basically, it's like having your own personal fishing guide. It's changing the way bass fishermen shop for baits. They're quickly becoming the number one fishing brand of anglers everywhere. They got the best baits from the best brands, and you're covered by the industry's best customer service. So, if you want to catch a bigger bass this season, head on over to Monsters Bass dot com and use the code ACC10 to get $10 off your first box. That's monstersbass.com. Use the code ACC10 to get $10 off your first box. Sign up for Monsters Bass now. Tell them your boy Lloyd Smith sent you. Man, I'm so tired of this. This is Lloyd, your boy, Mr. Noise, and I can't find my sunglasses. You know what it is? It's probably because I don't like my sunglasses. And it's time to make my outdoor experience better with Canaan. Because Canaan sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger. And, man, I love the Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use the exclusive code CANONCAST15. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-15 at Canon.com to receive my 15% off discount on my first pair. And you can do the same thing. Just go to Canon.com and use the code K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-15 at Canon.com and get a 15% off on your first pair. That's CanonCast15. Kanan, man, it's true. 
Let me let We are doing our first ever NFL drafting, and I got the brothers in here with me. Kendrick Haskins, Hall of Famer of Fern Creek High School and all things Louisville. (laughs) Hall of Famer uh, and uh, Heisman Trophy winner. And then little old me. Glad to be here with you guys. How is it that you're like the biggest one of the three of us? I don't, well, in size, maybe, yeah, but not in in stature. You guys are legends in the game, as they say. You'd be be blocking for Charlie and keeping bullies. You'd be blocking for Charlie and keeping bullies off me. Because I talk too much. All the, well, I, and I'm here, for all of it. I'm here for all of it. Um, before we get started with this draft, I just have to make a non-ACC, non-college sports uh, thing. My God, Steph Curry is a is is. I don't understand how a human being can be that good at something. He's a monster. Like I just don't. That dude. Here, the score is 53-53. We're going into halftime, and he has 20 points, 20 <laughs> of, their, of their 53 points. That guy is just – he's just ridiculous. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to get that out of my system. That's just – Jesus, that man is amazing. Okay. How you guys feeling now? You guys ready for this? Ready for our first ever draft? Uh, yes. Good. Awesome, awesome. Uh, our guest yeah. – I'm I'm still a little confused, but well, let me explain the rules to you, Charlie Ward, and that way. Fa- see, Charlie's a professional athlete, so he's not used to, um, you know, fantasy drafts. Yeah, right, he's used right. to being drafted. I was gonna say Charlie's probably never <laughs> drafted in his life. I am not part of the fantasy world. Okay, so this very simple. this is a whole new world for Charlie. A whole new world. Okay, <laughs> um, so here's what it is. This is very simple, Charlie. You're going to pick a player that you would like to draft, any player whatsoever. Well, okay, that's not really true. We actually have a criteria. So each round we have a player that we're going to pick. So tonight we're doing offensive. On Wednesday we'll do defensive. Uh, and in that round you'll pick first in our order, draft order. It's 
Charlie Ward first, Kendrick Haskins second, and uh, me, Mr. Noyes, third. However, because we are picking both starting player and sleeper, we're picking twice in the first round. So the way it'll go is one, two, three, three, two, one. So I'll pick back to back in in the first round every or then whatever that round is every time. So you'll start the round and then you'll end the round, Charlie. We'll do one round and it'll make sense. I promise you it'll make complete sense. Okay, I'm still confused. But- That's okay. That's okay, Charlie. We go we're gonna unstick you and then you'll be playing fantasy football for the rest of your life. Okay, I doubt it. Okay. Which means you'll be losing to me a lot because I win in fantasy football. That is actually not true at all. (laughs) Uh, I won once. You won once. You did win once. I'll give you that. All right. So, Charlie, we are picking our first player ever in our uh, fantasy NFL draft. We are picking quarterbacks. So, Charlie, who is your First pick off the draft, the quarterback that you want to take in our NFL draft. Uh, I am going to go with someone that no one knows, and that is Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) I like the way you did that, Charlie. A little bit of intrigue, but not really. To the surprise of no one watching today, Trevor Lawrence, the first pick. In the fantasy draft, uh, and and exactly how I planned it in my uh, preparation. Now I'm so it, stunned. I'm it, so stunned so by Charlie's first. first. Right now, here's the X factor because I don't know. I didn't know which way Kendrick would go on the second <laughs> pick. So, Kendrick, who gets the second pick in the first round? Well, I was I actually had like a little bit of consternation because I was thinking about who what team I was drafting for was it my team or fantasy wise. Okay. So I went with fantasy. Okay. Actually I went with team. I'm sorry, I went with team. You went with team. Justin Fields. You went with Justin Fields. Okay. So I anticipated well because I figured you'd go with Justin Fields. So that's good. I know you okay. did because you, you that was your, your text. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, my text was just a sample, but I was also, yeah. I was also but, playing some mind games as well. There were, there were, there were undertones. There were undertones. <laughs> so for the third pick in this first round with quarterbacks, I went with Trey Lance. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I went with Trey Lance because I watched the film. And I said, I like Trey uh-huh. Lance. I like Trey you, Lance. What film you watch? Uh, I watched Trey Lance's film. I watched I watched his film. And I really, out of the three, or out of the guys that they say are the top three, I think the three that we've picked are the top three. You think so? I really do. I really do. <laughs> I think Trey Lance is far better and will have a much better upside than any than 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 the remaining players that we're about to pick from. You know, they really broke down their film, huh? You know who Trey Lance remind me of? Who's he remind you of? Colin Kaepernick. That's exactly. <laughs> see? see, we're in mind mail right now, Charlie Ward. I agree one hundred percent. But I think he may be a scotch better. <laughs> <laughs> 
A skosh? A skosh better. Because I think his touches is, is might be a little bit better. Just a little bit better. But Collins the better athlete. But Collins played in he played in Nevada, which was D one. Right. <laughs> That's the only thing. I don't know what I don't know what I believe his talent projects up, but we're gonna see. But I but if, if you're giving me the guy to pick in San Francisco's system, I would say it's Trey Lance. Which brings me now. I will pick first going for the sleeper. In this round. Okay. And then it will we'll go backwards. So it'll be me, Kendrick, and then um, uh, Charlie. So my sleeper pick is Mac Jones. I went with Mac Jones. I, I, I If I got a pick between Mac Jones and Zach or, or anybody else, I got to go with the guy that's got the experience. So I'm going with Mac Jones. Uh, okay. All right. Kendrick, who are you going with? Are we just uh, well, here's we my question. discussion party in a second? Yeah. Here's my uh, this is my only question. Are we just going sleeper pick as far as quarterbacks? Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, yes. Quarterbacks between them between all of them. Yeah, it was I feel bad saying Justin Fields because that was my pick. No, that's but, the big. All of the hate. Here's here's my other sleeper. My okay. other sleeper, because Justin Fields is my that's my pick. So okay. my secondary pick as far as a sleeper. Okay. Kellen Mond. No. <laughs> he went with Kellen Mond. So I think that's a legit sleeper. Yeah, I do too. I can. Kellen Mond has gotten better every year in college. And he plays in the toughest in the toughest um, conference in the in the in the in college football in, in the SEC. Kellen Mond is. And is Kelly, Kellen Mond has gotten better year after year after year, and I really I really believe in that kid. He kind of reminds me of, as a Cowboys fan, Dak Prescott. Oh, he Dak reminds Prescott. me a lot of him. See, and that's that's definitely an X factor moment. Okay, Charlie, who are you picking to close out the first round? Your final quarterback. He took my guy. He took you. <laughs> There's more quarterback choices, Charlie. Nobody. So this is interesting that you said that. And we're going to get into the discussion on these quarterbacks here in a second. But I'm I'm curious to see where you're going, Charlie, now that he took your guy. Uh, <laughs> if I had to choose someone that no one knows anything about, the guy that I like is Jamie Newman. Jamie Newman. Oh, Charlie really shaking up the draft. Yeah. Really? I think that's a great athleticism. When he played, he made good decisions. Okay. Georgia's Jamie Newman, 6'4. He fits all the, he, he passed the eye test for sure, 6'4, 230. I just don't know. You know, he, he he disappeared when when competition came. Right. Uh, I I'm guessing. You know, he just didn't stay uh, Georgia. Uh, that concerns me. But if we're talking about sleeper picks, that yeah. could be pretty good. I think he would be one. Okay. That surprised me with you, Charlie. That does surprise me because I I would of conversations we've had on podcasts before. Yes. 
<laughs> I, I, I'm, stu- I'm a little stunned after me because I thought Zach would 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 go to one of you. Who? Zach Wilson of BYU. Oh, no one took him. No. Well, he's not a sleeper pick, though. Well, but I mean, listen, your first pick is your first pick, and whoever's left is your sleeper. Well, I, I your sleeper, Charlie, surprises me, and I know Lloyd knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, because reason- of previous conversations, right? I just didn't. Um, I, I I thought Zach Wilson. Y'all took Zach Wilson. No, no, no. I wouldn't. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I do not buy Zach, it. Zach, Zach Wilson would have been my choice if if you're talking about. You can still if you want to take him. You can still take him. Yeah, I, 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 take- I just don't believe in Zach Wilson like that. I, I I want to take he he's a uh, he's a gunslinger guy. Okay. And he reminds me of Mahomes when it comes to just the way he uh, throws the ball around. Um, you know, he came from a different system than Mahomes in college, but I, I like the way he uh, he's kind of carefree, but he's he's solid. Okay, so let's look at the the the, the fan the, the the listeners are saying buyer beware of Trevor Lawrence. I dismissed the notion that he is a can't miss quarterback. I feel like Lawrence' best year performing was his sophomore season. John says Mac Jones or trash. Mac Jones had a loaded team around him and a legit running back, but trash had the numbers. Uh, and everybody's sleeping on trash. So that's and I think that's fair. I think that's fair because Mac Jones didn't have to work that hard. I mean, if you got Devontae I give you Mac Jones, but Kyle Trask. My thing with Kyle Trask, it's not even. It's not even like personally with Kyle Trask. My thing with Kyle Trask is he played quarterback at Florida, and that's the end of the discussion. <laughs> oh. <And Kyle> Trask- <laughs> okay, okay. Kyle Trask ain't the last good quarterback come out of Florida. That's that's cold blooded, but you can't argue with it. Cold-blooded. Well, cold-blooded. We can't argue with it. We, we, can't, we can't go off pass, you know, because there's always an outlier. Yeah. Who's the outlier? Charlie, you were the outlier I'm, at Florida I'm State before. You can't, you can't go off of like, pass what other guys did in the NFL or potentially from that school because there's always one outlier that can, you know, mess everything up. And see, I – that's so true. Was, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, kid. Because you probably gonna say what while I'm that, saying. While that's true, I can't name a good Florida quarterback that went to the NFL. <laughs> and and, and to, my point was gonna be this: that's true if the system and the coaches change. But if the system and the coaches don't change, you can kind of look at this pattern and go, "Well, listen, like like There's a pattern." Said, just listen, Justin Fields looks the part. See, I never thought Dwayne Haskins was great. I never thought. Yeah, I was Dwayne never Haskins. sold on him I either. I never sold honest. on that. Justin said- Fields does look the part, though. You say, yeah, Justin Fields will be good in a couple years. I think so, too. I think so, too. So Yeah, I do. I Matt do. Jones, to me, uh, he, he reminds me of um, another Alabama quarterback, McCarron. Oh, wow. So you not right. sold on Mac Jones. Right. You're not sold on him then. No, I mean, I mean, when it came down to it, 
He was throwing from – I heard uh, Neuheiser talking about this today. He was throwing from a clean pocket most of the year. Yeah, absolutely. And he was throwing the guys who were running free most of the year. Right. Now, I don't know how – I mean, he had good practice in, you know, in practice. But the games, I mean, he probably was throwing dimes in practice because they were contested, you know, with the DBs and, thing, and the players that they have there. So I'm guessing he got prepared. Uh, mm-hmm. in practice, but as far as games are concerned, we, he really didn't show me much in the way of what he's probably what he probably will see uh, in a NFL. Now, Kyle Trask, on the other hand, mm-hmm. he uh, he he made some contested throws uh, while being under risk, and you know he anticipated well. My only concern with him is just you know him getting out of the way. Hmm. Great, great analysis. This is why you have to have a Heisman Trophy quarterback to break down all of that film and give us the, the real, real. So there you go. Except, uh, that, except that he could escape the po- the pocket better than the people he's talking about. That's very true. <laughs> that's, that's, that is the X factor to this conversation. Okay. We're now going around two uh, running backs. We're picking running backs now. So, uh, Mr. Ward, if you will. Give us your running back, can't miss NFL draft pick, sir. Hold on. Uh, running back. Yes. I like to go with uh, Najee Harris. Okay, Najee Harris. Okay. All right. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Alabama running backs seem to do well. Uh, yes, they do. They, they seem do. to do well. They he, seem to do well. He improved as a uh, pass catcher. Mm-hmm. We knew he was a runner, uh, a, a bruiser, and so he did well in that area. But he was also a pass catcher, uh, which which helps improve. And of course, he played on the best team, right? Had the best line, of course, uh, you know, which helped out. But he did create holes, and he was a guy that made plays after contact and yeah. block. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Haskins. Well, I knew that Najee Harris was going to go off right, the board. We, yeah, right, right. <laughs> so I went with the other obvious pick. Okay. Which was Travis Etienne out of Clemson. Okay. All right. So, so far, it is going exactly how I thought it would go. The thing with Travis Etienne, the reason why I like him just a tad bit, just a tad bit better than Najee Harris, mm-hmm. is because he's so fast. He is. He's and- so fast, and they can line him up. Najee Harris is good to throw to him out of the backfield, but Travis Etienne, you can line him up in the slot. Yeah. You can do a lot of things with, with, with Travis. You can do a lot with Travis Etienne. That's why I'm – and he, he's, he's, he's so fast. And That's why the, I'm, I'm a little bit more sold on – and, and like, I think not, Najee Harris can be another Travis Henry. And by but, to John's point, I absolutely think Travis Etienne is going in the second round. I do not think he's going in the first. Not because he's not worthy of a – Oh, first yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I totally but it's just so much talent in this draft. Uh, that I just I just don't see a I don't see where he goes. Like no, he's not gonna go. He's not gonna yeah. be a first round. Yeah. He's, no, he wouldn't be a first round. But I think that uh, 
ATN, his speed and then the fact because he he reminds you a lot of Marshall Falk. Yeah, that you can line him up and you can put him in the slot. And I think I, I, that's why I, I I love that kid and yeah. his speed. That's so why I'm big on him. So that went the way the way I thought, which leads me to this. I went with the other. The obvious would have been what what Javian Hawkins Carter. But I did not go with Michael Carter. I went with Javante Williams. And the reason why I went with Javante Williams is because this. He led the ACC, and I think he's really high in the nation, on breaking tackles. Not to mention the the yards that he put up, but he breaks tackles. And if 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 I'm drafting for a pure runner, just a pure runner, I don't care about him catching the ball out of the backfield. I just want a runner. He, to me, fits that mode. So I went with Javante Williams. My sleeper is Khalil Herbert from Virginia Tech. That's my that's my sleeper. I, I really like Khalil. Uh, he's like a little battering ram. So, <laughs> so. I uh, see my and my sleeper. Can I go? Can I get my sleeper? Yes, your turn. Yeah. Just because I cover him, and so I'm, I'm probably a little bit partial. Sure. But J, Javian Hawkins. I, I, I almost went with Javian. I almost went His with speed because yeah. I'm, I'm a big, I'm big on speed, and you can line him up. You can line him up in the slide. Yep. And you can line, and you can move him around, and, and he's just, he's, and honestly, he's just a funny dude if you interview him. So you and know, so, you know him, you love him. Yeah. He, he's a funny dude. He's just good. He's a goofball. And like his speed, but his speed, that dude at running back, yeah, he's so fast at running back. You can line them up so many places. That's why I like Javian Hawkins. All right, so that leaves Charlie with his final running back sleeper, who is the drum roll, please. I am torn between two guys. Okay, Uh, Michael Carter and Kenneth Gainwell. You know, Kenneth Gainwell played for. Our Florida State Seminoles coach, okay, Mike Norvell, and he was a uh, very good uh, runner. But I'm going to go with the guy from Florida, Michael Carter. Michael Carter, okay, because right. he can he can do multiple things. Yeah, he's not just a running back; he's a kick returner as well, and he can catch the football um, out of the backfield. How important is it? I'm gonna ask you both this question. How important is it for your is it to have your running back to be able to do multiple things now, or is it better? I guess it just depends on your system. But it, do you think it's better? Which would you prefer to have that multi-dimensional running back or that bruiser that you can lean on in the third and fourth quarter to just? you know, pound the defense and get you through to the end of the game? Which one would you prefer? Well, it depends on if he, if he's like the second running back, you want him to be multitask. If he's right. the first running back, then, you know, you can get away with the, uh, the you know, the, the, the being individualized as far as what you want. But if he's the second running back, you want him to be uh, a running back that can – do multiple things. Okay. And 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 I'll go I'll go back. 
and and Charlie probably won't even remember, recognize his name, but I know Lloyd, you will. Mm-hmm. Michael Bush. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Bush was the combination of all of that before yeah. he broke his leg. His, yeah, his his last year at U of L. Yeah. That dude, he was he was fast. He was Lloyd size. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he is. Yeah, he's a huge man. He was Lloyd size and ran yeah. like a four four forty. And so that dude, he was everything before he broke his leg. And it was and he he had a decent NFL career, but I think he would have had a better career if he had not have broken his leg his last year at you his last year in college. If you can find a Brandon Jacobs kind of back that is huge and a bruiser, that's wonderful to find. But I just don't think they make those anymore. Like those are hard to find. Like when you go through the running back list. Man, these guys are 5'10", 5'11". I mean, they, they're all smaller guys. So Trey Sermons. Who's that? Trey Sermons. Yeah, but see, I don't like his breakaway ability. Like, his his top speed doesn't do it for me. Man, Ezekiel Elliott the same way. He don't have no top speed, but. You don't think so? Emmitt Smith, Ezekiel Elliott. You don't think Ezekiel has a little bit more top speed? I think he has some top speed. He's not running away from anybody. <laughs> not now. I will say when he first came in the league, yeah, he was a little bit. He because he, I mean, he was a he was a hurdler. He was he ran the hurdles in you know in college and in high school. But at this point, no, he's not running away. But see, I think the bruiser to John and Emmett definitely wasn't running away. From oh God, anybody. no, Emmett couldn't run away from anybody. <laughs> but, but but I think to the way you use a bruiser today is different than the way we used to use them. Like to me, a bruiser is not somebody you start the game with. A bruiser is somebody you finish the game with. Finish, yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that. And so that's where that's where the difference is. You don't want this guy that can you know, carry the ball 40 times a game, that's not what you want. You want a Giovanni Bernard to come in the fourth quarter and just pound and let's hold his lead. Giovanni Bernard has made a lot of money being hurt and playing for the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good work if you can get it. <laughs> You're right. Get dra- All you have to do is get drafted by it's, the Bengals. It's good work if you can get it. It's good work with you. Now, here's one category that I'm excited to figure out where you guys are going. Because this could go so many different ways. Wide receiver. What? I'm going to go. I'm going to defer to the quarterback every time on that one. All right. Well, we start with our resident Heisman Trophy winner. Charlie, which way did you go with wide receiver? Um, Well, I'm going with the obvious choice. This kid from uh, LSU who didn't play this year. Okay. But he torched Clemson the last the last time we saw him. Tomorrow Chase. Tomorrow Chase. Last time we saw him, he was torturing folks in Wasn't he? How about how about your performance two years ago was good enough to make you the best wide receiver two years later? Two years later. That's, that's pretty telling right there. That's a pretty telling situation, right? All I know is he torched him. Look that everybody in the chat is agreeing with you too. Jamar, Jamar. I it, it's listen, but this is a good draft for wide receivers. Oh yeah. A really good draft for wide receivers. So who you going with uh Kendrick? Haskins. 
But because I knew that Charlie was going to go with Jamar Chase because it's the obvious it's choice. It's the obvious choice, right. It's, it's, nothing, it's nothing against my homie Charlie. Right. I'm going but, to the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obvious is obvious. I mean, yeah. if I was going first before Charlie, obviously yeah, I would go with Jamar Chase. Right, right. But, my, but I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle. You're going with Jalen. You're going with Jalen. Jalen Waddle, because and only because he's a little bit bigger to, than Devontae Smith. Okay. He's a little bit bigger. And it's kind of hard to say he's he'll probably be more he, you know, he'll probably be able to take the punishment more when he pretty much didn't play this season. Right. But, <laughs> right, 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 right. But I, I'm I'm going with Waddle. Going just Waddle. because it's a, it's a combination of speed. It it really is you're splitting hairs between him and Devontae Smith and, and really with Jamar Chase too. You're really splitting hairs with between three. So I'm so, just gonna go with Jalen Waddle just because he might be more healthy because he didn't have to play a whole season. There you go. There you go. College. So here's where I shake up the draft. Because my pick is Kadarius Tony. Okay, so who do you who do you see him as? I I I'm gonna tell you what I see. I see a young man who has who runs great routes. Great has great hands. He could be the second coming of a of a Julio Jones because he he does he does a lot of things right. A lot of things right, far more right than you see. Again, I had to go. Some of these guys had to go look at the tape. I was like, I don't know if I really watched this kid. And when you watch him run his route, you go, okay, I like that. I really like what I'm seeing here. So I, I really like Kadarius Tony. I like what he brings to the table. But my sleeper though, who potentially could end up being better than him. And I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you right now, I'm going to mispronounce his first name. Terrace Marshall is my sleeper. I've got a sleeper. I, I got like two Terrace sleepers. Marshall, I got two sleepers, too. But Terrace Marshall is the one I'm going with. All right. I'm, 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 ter- tell us about Terrace Marshall. Te- listen, again, another player that I think – Again, this is a rich, rich draft, so it's, it's hard to say you're going to go wrong with any of these guys. But what I really like about Terrace Marshall, he just does things the right way. I, and, and, again, LSU is known for producing great wide receivers. So Terrace Marshall, 6'3", 205, great hands, great route running. I love what he brings to the table. And I – and I like big receivers and because I like big possession receivers. So I think Terrence Marshall is a, the perfect complimentary one to, to the speed if you put him on the outside. I was actually being really selfish. And I was thinking about my Giants. I was like, oh, my God, if we can get Terrence Marshall, that'd be great. But um, I don't know if he'll be – I don't know if he'll go first round. So we might be able to steal him in a second at some point. I'll give you my sleep. I like it, though. Go ahead. I give you my sleeper, and, and, and granted, I'm partial because I'm in the market. I, right. I know where you're going. No, you don't. I don't. You you, you, you have a guess between two people. I, there's two people that, that, that I would say you would go, or three, really. And I, this, it, For me, one. it's two. Okay, go ahead. Dennis Fetcher. Yeah. 
That's, a, that's a solid pick. Dez Fitzpatrick for Louisville. Big. Which, by the way, Dez is probably going to fall. I would say Dez is probably going to fall third or fourth. He'll probably be a third round pick. Yeah, probably Dez, third or fourth. Dez is 6'4, runs. Runs around, runs about a four five four four forty. Doesn't didn't get used in the right way and that's at, at was, yeah. because they didn't have the quarterback to give him the ball. Yeah, it's not Dez's fault, but that's it's not Dez's fault. If Dez 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 is talented talented enough to play at Alabama, Clemson, whatever, plays at one of those schools, Dez Patrick is a first. Is a first round, second round pick. First round talent, yeah. That just, and then, yeah. of course, the other one, which I know you, I know you was talking about too, is Tutu, Tutu Atwell. Well, I'm gonna tell you another one that we that that I watched today, and I would only take him as a sleeper only because uh, of his of his speed, and that's Rondell Moore, right? From Rondell, yes, Rondell. You know, he grew up him. And Romeo Langford, that plays for the Boston Celtics right now, uh-huh. grew up on the same street. Oh my God! Can you imagine the foot races? <laughs> you imagine growing up with them as a little kid? You thinking you halfway decent, and those two are on the block? That's some, that's some fun <laughs> backyard football for you. Good yeah. All right, Charlie, who are you going with? Who's your sleeper wide receiver? The one we are not talking about. There's still an obvious name on the board. Yeah, I know. Devontae Smith, he's Heisman winner. The guy that always that's always open, even when teams know he's getting the football. Yeah. Why y'all not choosing that cat? I'm scared of that size, man. I'm so scared of that size. Well, I won't lie to you. I'm not. I really am not. Because I'm like, I'm talking about Tutu Atwell. Tutu smaller than Devontae. No, 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 no. <laughs> but don't you know? That as they mature, <laughs> they get bigger. That, that's right. very true. That's very true. I listen, and 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 I'm listen. I'm, I'm, I'm living proof of maturing and getting bigger. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm a living proof of that as well. Uh, I I am probably wrong I'm by really not right. taking Devontae Smith first. I'll be honest with you because he's amazing. I love the kid. Okay. I just when you compare, I, listen we. Here's what happens. You go to the dance, you bring this girl with you, and she's beautiful, but then you see this other girl, and you go, well, she's beautiful, too, and she fits all the criteria. She's uh, about to dress a little bit better is basically what you're saying. It's just they look better. They physically <laughs> look better. And so they you're fill like, out the dress. They fill out the dress. So you're like, okay, I got to go with this one. But I'm probably <laughs> wrong. So all I'm saying is – he is going to get bigger when yeah. it, when time comes. But every time you saw him, even as a freshman in the championship game, the dude's running open. He's amazing. And he catches, you know, the majority of the passes, regardless of what they are. So, and he works. So he's only going to get better over the course of time. So, and he's coming from a winning program. Yeah. He reminds me. He reminds me a lot of a Harry Douglas that played at UOL. Oh yeah, yeah. He reminds yeah. me a lot of Harry Douglas. Yeah. Harry Douglas. He never. He never caught a pass with somebody within ten yards of him when he was at Louisville. 
playing for Bobby Petrino. If 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 Devontae can get on the DK Metcalf weight gain program, then I'm all in. There's no way he's gonna ever be <laughs> as big. But guess what? He's going to um if he's on a he's if he's on a certain type of team, he's gonna always be open. Oh yeah, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and that's what I was saying about Harry Douglas. If he, he's in the right in the right situation, he's always open. Listen, I'm not gonna hold you. I would. I'm praying to God he falls to the Giants. I would love to have him as a Giant. He won't he, fall. He won't be always open. Yeah, no, he's not gonna. Be I don't open. think he'll always be open playing for the Giants, though. He'll be absolutely be open. No, he won't. Yeah, he will. We got because we got now. We got Kenny. What? And what? What? And what in the history of the Giants has let you have just given you <laughs> confidence? Two, two things. Flexico that a slot Bird. receiver is always open. Flexico Burrs. He's not a slot receiver. But but he was open. Because he's because he, he's taller than everybody. He can get open. And Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz is bigger than Devontae Smith. He is bigger than I didn't say he was bigger. You didn't say you didn't I'm say thinking I'm thinking more more Patriots, 49ers. Oh, he won't be no there. Offenses. He will not be there uh at eleven. He's definitely not gonna be there at eleven. And the other guy uh, on offense would be um, Rashad Bateman. He would be a no. – Oh, Rashad Bateman's a good pick as well. Listen, this is as, as rich a wide receiver draft that we've seen in a long time. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So you can, you can almost throw a rock and go get you one. It's not a hard uh, – now here's where it gets challenging because our next one is tied in. And this gets because challenging. Because that's the obvious. Who, who's, who's first pick? It's, Me. It's, it's yours. It's my first pick. It's yours. We already know where you're going. I mean, goodness gracious. Uh, even though he's from a rival school. Yeah, isn't there some kind of statutory law that says you can't pick him? Bro, he's the Because of your Florida State ties. Fantasy draft, so. <laughs> you're trying to win. You're trying to win. <laughs> they got some good players. You you go ahead and take them. But uh, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, that's no uh, absolute no brand. All said and done, man child, you know, multiple. Uh, you know, you can put them, you know, attach, unattach. Um, he's one of them guys. He's the uh, guy. He's the guy. I, listen, real talk, <laughs> Kyle Pitts is going to be the first catching person off the board. I think well, it's going before Jamar Chase. I think so, too. Yeah. I really do. I think so, too. Yeah, I think he's going before Jamar Chase. Because, like, looking at the rest of the tight ends in the draft, I wouldn't be surprised if a basketball player goes before the rest of them. I believe it. I believe it. I, I, so, for me, well, you pick yours first, and then I'll tell you my strategy on, the, on that. I mean, outside of Kyle Pitts, I mean, <laughs> I mean the next guy on the on the on the board is Pat Fearmouth from Florida from Penn State. Yeah, which you I don't mean, love. I don't love him. Listen, I mean, I'm I'm just scrolling through there through the whole thing. I mean, I kind of like I kind of like strangely enough. 
as bad as their offense was, kind of like Nick Eubanks out of Michigan. Okay. Is that, but, is that the way you're going? By default. I mean, I think it's going to be – I really do. I think the next tight end pick out of, in the draft is probably going to be a basketball player. What round? What round are you thinking? Third? Third. Yeah, I think so too. I, I went with Hunter Long. But not for the reasons you might think. I, he can catch the ball. He's proven that he can catch the ball. Uh, but I think he can block well as well. And I think that's what you're probably looking at with the remaining tight ends in this draft. Like you're saying, okay, who can I keep in to block and maybe throw in some touchdown around the goal line kind of thing? Right, because they like they the I mean Kyle Pitts. Is like it, he he's kind of like the Gronk and like the Ker, the Kelsey and all of those guys. No question, no question. But there's like you really look at the draft and it's like really no one else that kind of stands out in that bowl. Yeah, which is weird because you're sleeping. That's the direction that position's going in. You are sleeping. Okay, so so who are we sleeping on, Charlie? Sleeping on, Charlie? Charlie's king of sleepers. So, We'll go out of order here. Who, who are we sleeping on? You're sleeping on another rival of ours. <laughs> You're going to say who I was thinking about. Brevin Jordan from the University of Miami. So, okay. So, again, that's one of those players I like, I don't love. He's I, like Kyle Pitts. He, well. What do you, well, what? I, see, I don't. He, the same. I'll say this. He looks the part. He does look the part. He looks like a Kyle Pitts, and he's fast. He's four. He runs a four six, so he's reasonably fast. I don't. I, they got it. They got him rated way higher than I do. I I don't. The like the big playability. They got him above average. Separation skills. They got him above average. Um, ball skills. They got him above average. I. I don't know about that. Okay. I, I will see. He's a will see to me. You, you, listen, that's why we call him the sleeper pick. I I stayed I stayed true to the my, my, my strategy of blocking tight ends. And I went with Kenny Yaboa. Kenny Yaboa was my pick on that one. Um I just think, like you said, once you get uh Ole Miss, once you get past um uh, once you get past uh, – he isn't graded very high. I'll just say that. Kenny is not graded very high. But I think a big guy like that who's committed to blocking, because that's what Ole Miss does, they run the ball, that might be somebody you want to to, to bring into your – you know, your- and I, at this – I think I think the, the, the position has – changed so much, you don't want just a blocking tight end. You need, you need a I Travis agree. Kelsey. Well, you need a Gronk. If you need a Kyle Pitts, if you're gonna pick high, now if you right, well, see, high, that's, see, that's the thing. I'm not picking him high, so I, I don't, you know, I ain't tripping. If you're picking in the first three rounds, yeah, you need somebody to catch the ball. But if I'm picking fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round, then I don't, you know, just hold the line, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hold the line. All right, now this is the one. I'll be honest with you. I'm the most interested in tonight. The rest were obvious. But I'm very curious to see where Charlie goes with this pick. So, Charlie, Ward, who is your offensive lineman? It could be tackle or guard 
or center, if, this, if that's a however you want to go. But who is their offensive lineman you're taking? Well, of course, I'm gonna go with um, not Mr. Obvious, but I'm going with the guy that I coached, Alex Leatherwood. Oh wow, that was my sleeper! Ah! I'm just yeah. tell the people why. You and I are in mind meld, and you took Alex Leatherwood. Well, one, I coached him. So, <laughs> you had the inside track on that one. So, I uh, wanted to see him go well, and I know what he's capable of doing. Um, but he's just, he's the guy that you can depend on. Mm. Uh, all said and done. Uh, he was a leader on the best team in college football uh, last year came back for this reason because he was a lead wanted to be one of the leaders and win a national championship. Mm. And uh he's just he's he's a he'll work. He'll work. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Kendrick, who are you going with? O line. You you don't want Gotta go with the obvious. It's Panay. It's Panay Sewell. I mean, Panay Okay, six four, three thirty one, nineteen, twenty years old, roughly. He's give one. He's huge. He's a man. <laughs> he's huge, and he's. I mean, not to be racist, but he's Samoan. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Name uh, a bad Samoan offensive lineman. <laughs> and John, I don't mean to correct you, but they have him listed at 6'6. Six, six. He may actually be 6'4, but they have he's, him listed at 6'6. Six, six. He's good at playing football. <laughs> he's, good football. he's good at the football. Now, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you who mine is. And I it wouldn't have been him. He would have Alex Leatherwood would have been my pick as my top guy had I not seen this footage today. Research it. And John already knows where I'm going. I watched some footage of last year's Northwestern Ohio State game. And the way that this guy controlled Chase Young for the entire game made me two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Made me a believer. So I am going, yes, with Rashawn Slater. That kid's footwork is impeccable. He, he, he is balanced. He is smart. He does. I got, I've got him on my list. I had him second, of course, because I, I did not expect Charlie to go off the yeah, board. Charlie went off board. He threw me off with the Alex Leatherwood. So I just knew he was going to take Sewell. I'm like, okay, he's taking Sewell for sure. So yeah, Charlie went off the board. You know, Charlie's a wild card. He's a wild you know? card, man. He's a wild man. So anyway, yeah, Rashad Slater. You can see, you can see why he picked a fight with PJ Brown. Oh yeah, no question, no question about it. He's a wild man. He's a wild man. I'm, listen, after watching that tape on, on Slater today, I, that's another one of those ones I'm praying falls to eleven. He won't, but I'm praying he does. Because that kid is a serious offensive lineman. And I think he's got potential to have a 10, 15 year career easy. I mean, as as a Cowboy fan, of course I want, and we're going to do that on Wednesday, I want them to get their 10. Right. But they're talking about them trading out. I want them to get, I mean, either, they're not going to get Sewell, so I I want them to get Slater. 
Yeah, Slater's amazing. He is absolutely amazing. So, all right. So my sleeper, I love intelligent linemen. So I'm what going- name a dumb lineman. <laughs> That's very most linemen are pretty smart. Offensive linemen are pretty smart. He's the smartest on the team. So I went to the smartest of the smartest. I went to Aaron Banks and Notre Dame. Deal with that. Yeah, I'm going with Aaron Banks and Notre Dame. I'm good with I'm with, I really Notre Dame's offensive line was pretty good this year. They seem they and they seem to come to the league and play well. 6'5, 325. Right. Uh, yeah, just a big dude, burly, can hold a line. That's what I want. So there you go. I'm good with that. Who are you going with on your sleeper? On the line? On the line. Actually, my, you, you, I mean, your boy Slater I had down as yeah, Slater. Sleeper. Okay. <laughs> so That's a good Because all you hear about is Panay. And so Slater was my sleeper. So. I'm not listen after watching both tapes today. I'm not 100% sure Slater's not. Well, today Slater is the more NFL ready. So, because of his youth and inexperience, I think he he's he's going to have a little bit of a learning curve he's got to adjust to cuz he's young. So, Slater's got kind of a head start on him, but Slater's probably the more NFL ready of the two. I mean, I mean at the same time, I kind of I mean Eichenberg from Notre Dame. Eichenberg is also a good pick. That is my sleeper. That's your sleeper? Yes. That's a good pick. That's a really solid pick. I thought he was um, their line. There's a lot of talent in old line. Yeah, there's quite a bit. Christian uh, Darisol. I have Darisol as one of my, my you know, my just-in-case picks in case he got scrapped. As a Cowboys fan, that's why I'm like, you know, you don't have to go for the O-line early because no. there's, there's so much talent. And you I need like to go kid. for the DB talent early. And I like the kid from uh, from uh, Clemson, Jackson Carmen. Yeah. Uh, as a guard, I really like him. I think he's a solid pick as well. There's uh, plenty of talent on the O-line that the Cowboys, they can address the defensive secondary, which has been Not terrible. Good. It has been terrible to be nice. I'm not, sure, <laughs> so, I'm not sure why it's this way this year, but this is a really – it feels like this is a really rich, potentially rich draft. Like this could be – Offensively. I think yeah, offensively. Offensively. A legendary offensive draft. Like there's a lot of places to plug in holes on your team. I don't know. what. Why do you think – why do you guys think that is this year? It's weird. Like maybe more than other years I've seen. I, it's weird because, I mean, it wasn't like the, the college football season was like uh, abnormally like offensive, aggressive, or offensive. You know, I just think I, I really think a lot of the talent is on the offensive line that is not getting as much attention because it's not the glamour position. But I do think there's a lot of talent on the offensive line. And as a Cowboys fan, because I'm looking at everything through the Cowboys prism, you can get great talent later in the draft, but you have to address the defensive secondary, which they have not done for years. Which (laughs) is why why I don't think – 
you're going to see a lot of teams reaching this year. Like you may see them reaching for the quarterback. They're going to reach on quarterback. Right. They may reach on the quarterback, but I would not go get anybody else because there's just too many great things out there. So if you don't get Jamar Chase, your consolation prize is Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle. I mean, or Kadarius Tony. Like that's not a bad consolation prize. You know what I mean? Could you imagine if 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 like the Heisman Trophy winner on this podcast was coming out this year? Oh my God. Jesus. (laughs) Charlie Ward, you'd be be the clear cut number one, sir. When? This This year. This year. If you came with, if you were coming out this year, not not forty something year old Charlie Ward, we're talking about twenty something year old Charlie Ward. I don't know about all that. <laughs> it depends on the team, but the team that's drafting is. You don't think the Jaguars would need a Charlie Ward? They may stay in state. I would think. They, <laughs> I would think they would have taken Charlie Ward first. I don't know. Trevor Lawrence has been. He literally looks like Jesus. <laughs> Do y'all have a problem with him saying what he said? Just no. no, I don't. No, I don't. I mean, I don't and the man, you know, came back and said, "People know who I am," and that's yeah. that's the thing that sometimes, man, you just have to take what other people say with a grain of salt when you definitely know who you are. Regardless yeah. of what you say and all of that, you know who you are and your work speaks for it. I mean, I, I'm still choosing just because I think he's a bona fide leader. People follow him. Guys follow him. And that doesn't mean he's going to be a great, you know, star in the league. Uh, I don't know. We don't know. We don't never know. But we can say and, and follow his uh, his history. Um, and he's been successful. The man lost how many games in college? Two. Two, yeah. And he wasn't playing, he wasn't playing, you know, I mean, he was playing some some solid teams. Even if you want to say the ACC was down and all of that, he still played some quality teams, you know, in the playoffs. Right. He won the title. And so I'm just saying the man, the man knows how to play the game. Uh, and he knows how to lead lead men. My my only thing is, everybody should be allowed to say this. Everybody, and I'll leave it at that. And I, you know what? And it's part part of it's because I've gotten to know Charlie a little bit since we've been doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Trevor Lawrence that reminds me of you. Yeah, except he he's, he's taller and has longer what? hair. Man. Yeah, you're. <laughs> But just as just as the way he carries himself, it reminds me of a lot of Charlie, except the fact that Charlie ran more than yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Because like Trevor Lawrence has deceptive speed. Well, here's which the thing. we know what we know what that's called. That yeah. Charlie's 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 speed wasn't deceptive. Right, right. <laughs> because we expected it. <laughs> Here's the thing. Trevor Lawrence is going to probably struggle year one no matter what. And the reason why is because the reason why you are number one in the draft is because you had a terrible team. It's terrible. Exactly. So, <laughs> so 
I I don't have a problem with him saying what he's saying, and I don't have a problem with him struggling year one because that's how it works. Joe Barrow didn't go to the best team in the league. He went to the freaking Bengals. Look at Peyton Manning's rookie season. Right. They were terrible. That's and why that's what so cracks cool. me, what kills me about the Jets giving up on Sam Darnold so fast. I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, you were terrible when you got him and you didn't you didn't surround him with like very much talent, and then you give up on him. And you and you gave him three coaches in five years. So what I think you, I what think he's gonna go to as much as I as much of a Teddy Bridgewater fan I am, I think that Sam Darnold's gonna go to Carolina and ball out. Yeah. It's, it's strong possibility. Strong possibility. So well, uh night one is over. And we'll go to the defensive side of the ball on Wednesday. How about this kid? Who's that? He's at the top of the guards board. Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. Uh, offensive guard. He's a guard. He's a top offensive guard out of USC. USC yeah. got a couple good. Uh, yeah, he's ranked really high. He's ranked really high. I don't know as much about him. See, and I'm going to tell you something. You just brought up a great point and you didn't even know it. It's so hard to judge the East, I mean, the West Coast guys because you don't get a chance to see their games. So I really don't know how good Sewell is. I don't know how good Tucker is because I never get a chance to see their games, man, by the time they come on. Uh, I think line-wise, line I, I think that I think offensive linemen are kind of like universal. If you're good, you're good. It doesn't matter yeah. where. Yeah, I agree with that. But – Skill skill players. I mean, if you really think about it, you look at quarterbacks in the league. Okay, Tom Brady was a a, a 175th round pick. If you listen to the myth of Tom Brady, right, right, right. And then, I mean, Lamar fell to the bottom. He's from Louisville. I mean, Baker Mayfield's from Oklahoma. It was not not really in. Known for their quarterbacks. I mean, he's just, I mean, just looking through the best quarterbacks in the league, they don't come from the the elite programs. The so-called, yeah, yeah. I so-called agree. elite programs, yeah. they produce everything except quarterback, which is weird. I thought about that for a while. Yeah, because that's like, a great point. That's a because, great point. I, mean, I mean, Florida, but Danny Warfel and Tim Tebow is what you're hanging your hat on. Yeah. I mean, Georgia, name a good Georgia quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> name one. <laughs> Who was the last great Georgia quarterback? Name a good Alabama quarterback in the NFL, even under Saban. Yeah. It's can't. weird. It's so weird. The best quarterbacks come from, I mean, look, Ben Roethlisberger was from Miami, oh, Ohio. The jury's still out on Tua and Jalen. So maybe they might break the the mode. Uh, but you're right. Currently, a good, legendary, killing the game right now quarterback. I they don't have one. We'll see I mean, if Tua and Jalen become that this year. I mean, so Brady's the Brady's the goat. Joe Montana came from Notre Dame when Notre Dame was basically running the option. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Johnny, U- Johnny Unitas came from Louisville when Louisville was not Louisville. Yeah, Matthew Stafford <laughs> is the last great Matthew Stafford player. is from Georgia. I mean, would you call him great? Comparatively speaking. Yeah, you say, yeah. Is he a Hall I mean, of Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers came from NC State. Russell Wilson came from NC State. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, yeah. would you, would you, would you, would you say Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Fame, a future Hall of Fame? Yeah. You'll have the numbers. Numbers wise, yeah. I mean, Tony yeah. Romo came from EIU. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and he's a fantasy football Hall of Famer by far. Oh, no question. Listen, you want to win a fantasy league, you go with Romo. I mean, Eli came from Ole Miss. I mean, yeah. the quarterbacks, it's so weird that we put so much into the quarterback position, but the quarterbacks usually come from obscure places. Yeah. It's 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 the weirdest thing. Was that Charlie? You just never know. I mean, you just never know. You never know where the great town. Charlie, what t-shirt you got on tonight? It looks like a Golden State shirt. No, it's my Booker T. Washington. Uh, well, it's my my friends, my sister's uh, team. She's well, she's like a sister. She's the coach at the Booker T. Washington, where I was coach coaching football. So she hooked me up with a T-shirt because I uh, always hooked them up. But I thought it was a Golden State. It looked like a Golden State Warriors t- T-shirt. Uh, no I, was like, I was like, why is Charlie wearing a Golden State shirt? Because his good friend Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah. They just finished texting at the, at the start of the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, They're going to listen to this podcast and go, really? Charlie Ward knows Steph Curry? <laughs> I know his daddy and his mama, but I don't know him. I mean, I do know him, but not. I understand. How did you bypass the the, the, the him and? Because I played played against the dad. You played against Dale. That's right. That's right. Steph is on fire right now. By the way, just absolutely on fire. But anyway, all right. That's it. Believe in the ACC. It's been a great night. Night one of our draft. Uh, we'll pick it up on Wednesday at some point. I can already tell you I'm drafting Patrick Sertan first. <laughs> Hold on. You can't you can't disclose your, your – Maybe you are. I'm drafting – I'm a Cowboys fan in desperate need of a DB. Patrick Sertan so, is my so you, first pick. You can't call dibs. You're already calling your guy? He's calling dibs. I don't understand what's happening. I'm, right? call, I'm calling dibs. <laughs> the first I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on that. Charlie's going to draft someone else. <laughs> He's trying to send you a subliminal there, Charlie. I think uh, subliminal messages. This is very clear. I'm not first, am I? Um, I mean, you, I mean, you're the you're the you're the professional athlete on the. I mean, you have to be first, Charlie. That's, that's how this works. <laughs> that's how this works. All right. We will do it all over again on Wednesday. You guys have a great evening. We'll see you at the conference.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.